Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. <coughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us tonight on episode 29, season four of The Standoff with Brad and Richie here on New Zealand Sport Radio. We're here live every Wednesday on Facebook throughout the season. Evening, Richie. Uh, well, the Warriors and Knights uh, kept their winning streaks alive, and the Eels beat the Panthers once again in what was, I thought, a pretty decent round. Um, first of all, how are you, and what do you think of the round? I'm very good, thanks, Brad. Hope you are as well. Yeah, I thought the round was was fun. Obviously, another Warriors win, another scratchy win. Um, but, yeah, some, some other great games with some pretty big implications, like you say, the Eels versus Panthers and so on and so forth. So, yeah, the fun's starting to begin now. That's right. It's almost almost finals time. Um, first final series in a while I can actually look forward to. Yeah. Uh, but while we're here live on Wednesday evenings at 8pm, we'll also catch our show at your convenience on iHeartRadio, Spotify, all those places. Just remember to search for New Zealand Sport Radio. As always, we're going to cover everything that you need to know in the week that was Rugby League, including our top stories of the week a review of round 26 and round 6 of the NRL and NRLW, and an update on our tips. We'll then stop and answer some questions from you guys as well as questions we've got for each other. Uh, we'll then preview round 27, the final round, Richie, and yep. make our tips uh, before ending the night with a quick recap of Super League. And Paul is back this week um, after his his week off last week. Um, Thank goodness, eh? Yeah, thank goodness we don't have Brad butchering the producing of the show. So um, we'll do what we can. I see Simon and Jacko all here, even guys. Um, so, yeah, remember to send us comments and questions throughout the show, and we'll do our best to answer them. And we may as well jump straight into the top stories of the week, Richie. Sounds good. I feel like we may as well just call it the the Rabbitohs and Bulldogs section uh, this week. Yeah, let's crap, let's crap on them a bit. Yeah. Um, so um, the first, before we get into rabbits and doggies, um, a lot of key players um, are being rested in preparation for the finals, which has upset some pundits. Um, upset me a bit when it first happened too, because um, I'm old school, I guess. Um, but the pundits across the across the ditch have said that it was it's taken away from the fans, and they've suggested a buy round um, before finals to stop this happening. I don't think that would happen. I think if there's a buy round, they'd just give their guys two weeks off. In my opinion if they got everything sewn up. Um, what do you think, Richie? It's a bit different because we're now a team that can afford to rest players, um, which we've never really experienced before. Yeah, crazy to think about. Hey, uh, at the start of the year, if you if you told me that we would be in a position to rest players heading into finals because we're already locked into top four, I would have laughed, laughed at you. But, uh, yeah, 
it is what it is when the season's this long, mate. And yeah, I don't, I don't know about the um, having a buy before kicking off the finals that just eats into another week. You could have a test footy at, at the end, but calendar's already yeah. pretty long. Um, yeah, you just shave the shave the season by a couple of weeks. That's all you need to do. Yeah, and um, Simon says um, the see, I'm fighting with. Sorry, I forgot Paul's here. <laughs> Curving comments and stuff. Sorry, Paul. Um, yeah, Simon said the AFL have a buy round before finals, and it's very controversial among their fans. Um, and Jacko also said it's common sense to rest players if you can. Yeah, see, I don't like resting players because I, as a former very amateur, very bad player, I wanted to play every moment I could get. Um, but I understand the reason. I think we talked about it last year when the same problem came up when the Panthers did it. Um, but we saw it in the game just gone for the Panthers. You know, they Jerome Luai got a dislocation um, yeah. and is uh, potentially out for quite a few weeks. So you really don't want that to happen the week before finals if you're playing in a game that really equates to nothing for you. Um, mm. like I know you could say the Broncos and Panthers are still fighting for the minor premiership, but the minor premiership we've already discussed as well doesn't seem to mean a lot anyway to anyone. No one cares if you're the minor premiers if you don't win the grand final. Um, Especially if you're if you're the Panthers who've just won two grand finals in a row. What what yeah. does the minor premiership mean to you? Nothing really. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, um, Jacko said as well, the Warriors have six hours of travel involved as well as injury risk. So mm. yeah, I, why part of me still doesn't agree. I understand. So I'm not sitting here abusing mm. them for what they're doing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of a reward for the hard work you've put in for the first 26 rounds um, to get yourself in a position where you can do that. So yeah, um, yeah. Well, congrats on the teams that can, and thankfully we're one of them, Richie. Yeah. But yeah, we'll get into the rabbits now. Um, I've got a lot here. I didn't grab everything because there's so much. Um, when a team's not doing well, that's kind of when the, the knives come out, which is what we're seeing um, with both them and the and the Bulldogs, really. But um, the dramas at Rabbits continued. Um, they did a bring your dog to work day, and Jairo's dog attacked the coach's dog. Yeah. Um, Neither dog was harmed, thankfully. Um, there was also lots of talk bubbling up about um, the coach giving preferential treatment to Cody Walker and um, Latrell Mitchell. And um, I've got a quote here from Captain Cameron Murray, which he says it's rubbish, but then what he says kind of points towards the preferential treatment because he said it was rubbish and that they're the Rabbitohs club is great because they look after the individual needs and not everyone is on the same schedule. So it kind of is, in my eyes, being the facetious reader of it, it makes it sound like, yes, there are people that get special treatment because of who they are. But yeah, um, it wouldn't be an issue if they're winning, right? You know, you wouldn't yeah. care if the Rabbits were winning. It's the fact that they're losing. That's the problem. And then before I hand it over to you, um, Rod Churchill, made some comments about the trail Mitchell um, in a fit of rage. Um, he's since apologized saying it wasn't, um, he wasn't in the right headspace to make those comments, but there were noise coming out of the rabbits that they're reportedly going to refuse the Clive Churchill medal. Should they win the grand final? Um, personally, I would be focusing on trying to make the eight first um, before thinking about what you do in a grand final win. But um, what's your take on all that crap out of the rabbits? 
Uh, it's just that it's it's crap. Um, exactly right. Why even talk about what you're going to do with Clive Churchill medals? You're fighting for the eight. There's a good chance you're not going to make it. So don't even need to come out with that talk. Um, yeah, like like you say, when you're not doing so well, um, you know, tensions tend to boil over, and then you get stories like this. So glad it's not us. And yeah, never heard of any um, bring your work to bring your dog to work days when Mitchell Pierce was around either. <laughs> no, no, the roosters. <laughs> Sorry, to avoid I, that. I'll be waiting for that one <laughs> to get it in there. Um, yeah, and I see um, Roos here, and he said, "Yeah, bunnies are boiled." Yeah, I. There's a lot of problems there, and the only the only way to fix those problems in the media and in the fans eyes is to win um i know it's not that simple you've got it there's obviously something that they've got to work on and jacko said yeah nrl's greatest soap opera on earth yeah every week yeah. there's a random story um and you know next week and the week after we've got mad monday stories i'm sure are going to come out that we can talk about so um we'll see what happens but um before we get into the doggies i thought i'd break it up with some other news first but um, there, were no, there was noise about Isaiah Papali'i looking at leaving the Tigers and heading back to the Eels. Also news that Stefano um, Utukamanu um, possibly is wanting to do the same thing. Uh, Isaiah came out today and said that it's the first he's heard of this um, and that he's denied it. He, he basically said he wants to see out his contract, which I think is only one more year with the Tigers anyway. Um, but what's your take? Do you... Yeah. From, from day dot, everyone was trying to get Papali'i away from the Tigers. So, Where do some of these rumours come from? I, I'm, I don't know if there's any truth to it or not, but, yeah, like you say, people were, before he'd even come to the club, people saying he, he doesn't want to go. He's going to try and backflip and stay in Parramatta. He was, uh, there was even the talk that he was trying to be a warrior again as well. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly that. And then, now look, he, he did go there, but... Who knows? Maybe this one season was enough to break him. Yeah, um, and Jacko said he, he thinks Papali's got two more years at the Tigers and Roos said, in other words, he's negotiating a release. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess we've just got to wait and see. Um, he's come out and denied it, so we have to take him on his word for how what it is now. Um, but how many times have we heard a player deny something and then, you know, a week later, it's official. So we'll yeah. just wait and see. Um, next bit of news, Papua New Guinea have um, signed Justin Holbrook as the head coach for the Pacific Championship later this year. Um, but I think um, that's not a bad move. I think Holbrook's um, a good coach, um, not great at the, the Titans at the moment um, before he got sacked, but um, it's a decent coach for PNG to get. Yeah, yeah, 100%. That's a, that's a good pickup. PNG is so... Like ultra passionate about their rugby league and, and to have an experienced uh, NRL coach come on board to, to help guide them, that's that's only got to be good. Yeah, and Mark um, Mark made a comment, sorry. Um, he said that he thinks the comment about the dogs with um, Jai Arrow and that was brought up because one of his dogs got put down as it nearly killed another one last year. Um, this one was yeah. the same breed. I didn't um, hear about that. So Jai Arrow's the Michael Vick of the NRL, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> if you're going to bring in your shots, I'll bring in mine. 
Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> um, but yeah, where were we before I took us down that dark path? Yeah. Um, yeah. Jamal Fogarty um, has apparently told the Raiders that he intends to test his open market um, come November. Um, not a bad ploy for Fogarty. Um, halves are something that teams are always looking for. So he could potentially either find himself a new club or get a, a pay pump uh, a pay bump from the Raiders. Um, I would like him to stay. Um, yeah, Jacko said Arrow's not good with dogs. That's obvious. Yeah. Um, I would like to, him to stay with the Raiders. I think he's been quite good there. Yep. But... I, I don't uh, I don't hold anything against him for trying to uh, make a bit more money if the opportunity is there. Um, it's always a risk. You can go to open market and find out you're not worth what the Raiders are paying you at the moment, and then they can give you a lesser deal. I doubt that will happen, but that is always a risk when you decide to put yourself out there. But what's your take? And if Jamal did leave, who do you think would be a team that would pick him up? Well, first of all, I hope he stays as well. Um, the Raiders haven't had the, the best of luck with halfbacks of late, but, um, yeah, I think he's done fairly well there as well. Um, so, you know, hopefully he, he gets, a, gets a nice offer from the Raiders to stay, something that, that's worthwhile for him. If not, mm, hard to say. Maybe he could be Ben Hunt replacement at St. George. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, Jacko said um, doggies. Tanya said tigers. Yeah, doggies, tigers, I, dragons. I you could say doggies, but then he just ending up, up with Sexton again, where he was battling him with him at the Titans. Yeah, um, Titans kind of need a half too. It would be funny to see him go back. <laughs> nah, Ben Hunt's going to go there, mate. You watch. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll get more news about that once we hit November, I guess. Um, yeah. We'll see what happens. But next bit of news, former Warrior and now former Eel, Jack Murchie, is on the verge of signing a three-year deal with the Uddersfield Giants in the Super League. And the Eels have actually officially released him already. Um, so, you know, I, I always had a little bit of a soft spot for Murch. Um, yeah, same. Wouldn't have um, minded him staying with the Warriors when he did leave. But, um, yeah, hasn't really found that form that we... I guess kind of expected to happen at the Eels with what um, the Eels can do with their second rowers that yeah. um, they get from other clubs. Um, and to be but, to be to be fair, when you look at what we're running with in our back row at the moment, he'd probably he'd probably be struggling for game time here as well. Oh yeah, yeah. If Curran was struggling, you know, Murchie mm. wouldn't get a look, would he? No. But um, yeah, good luck. I'm sure he'll kill it in Super League. Um, yeah. And yeah, Jacko said Murchie retiring the Super League, good move for him. Yeah, um, I think he, he's the type of player that can do quite well up there, um, being a, an NRL player. So, um, yeah, I'm sure he'll do great. And um, Jack Whiten, um, kind of Rabbitohs news. He's actually contacted the um, he contacted the Rabbitohs CEO to assure him that the rumours of him trying to do a backflip on his contract are not true. Um so, yeah, we kind of talked about it briefly last week because the news broke um, and we both kind of agreed that we didn't see it happening. Uh, but he's kind of put that to bed. So is that code for he's trying to negotiate? <laughs> um, but, yeah, what do you what do you think? Do you think that's good that he's kind of 
yeah. settled the news of the rabbits because they've got enough on their plate right now. Jump on that early if it's not true. Put that fire out. I don't. White and strikes me as the type of guy that's got some integrity. You know, if he if he signs a contract, I know he's been a Raiders man the whole time, but I don't think he's the type of bloke. If he signs somewhere, he's gonna he's gonna backflip. So yes, hopefully, he doesn't yes, prove yes. me wrong. He's not a Cherry Evans, is what you're saying. Um, hopefully not. Yeah, I. If it happens, we'll we'll be discussing it. Obviously, when it happens, but yeah, I'm pretty confident he'll he'll stay. Um, Jaden Okumbo from the Bulldogs. He's close to sealing a deal to join Hull FC from next year. So another player leaving to the Super League. Um, kind of isn't really finding his feet with the Bulldogs and their new regime anyway. So um, yeah. it makes sense, and they kind of need to to move some players off to fit some more Panthers in anyway. So it makes sense. Too true. And yeah, Bulldogs time. That was the start of it. But yeah, there was a rumor that up to eight players are unhappy at the club and trying to get out of their contracts um, early. Um, the clubs come out and admitted to hearing the report, but said the real number is actually four, which still doesn't sound great. Um, but there was also more news, Richie, about a player walking out after being punished for being late. Something about wrestling, having to wrestle 12 of his teammates or something. And he walked out on the club. Um, the club advised that they're actually working through things privately with whatever happened. They don't want to confirm or deny if what the rumours were were true. Um, but Coach Geraldo, um has stood by his stance with how he's running the club and said they need to fix the culture and if players are not willing to work hard, they can go elsewhere. Um, which I don't actually disagree with. It's very similar to what happened with the Warriors Um in the transition of bringing Webby on, there was a big clean out of players. And basically the, the club said they were getting like people that were there for a paycheck. Um, yeah. were kind of getting on the outs. The ones that actually wanted to, to work hard and play for the Jersey stayed. So um, it's kind of the same thing. It's probably something the dogs should have done in the process of bringing Serato in, but it is what it is and um jacko said the dogs are going backwards this year and apparently it's all the players fault but one must wonder why very good players have lost form badly yeah i i think you can't blame a coach for everything that goes wrong but you can't blame players for everything that goes wrong either it's it's a relationship um and yeah i think there's just um from what i've heard there's just been a lot of the the coaches are trying to drive the the intensity at the player instead of the players where you kind of need players to kind of grab everyone and say, we've got to do this together. And it sounds like there are players at the club that have that high work ethic. Um, but some of the others don't, and it's kind of creating a clash, which I've heard from the warriors in the past where you've got some that are a bit more professional than others mm. and it reflects. Um, so you got to get everyone on the same page if you want to be successful, really. Yeah, and I, what Mark just said there, Potter and Pay had them going better. After they sacked Trent Barrett, Mick Potter had them humming. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it's funny, eh? What what a little bit of um, environment change can do. But they they have had a lot of obstacles this year, injury wise and whatnot. But I think even since their 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 players have come back, they've still been rubbish, um, and that's why you're seeing a lot of this. This nonsense coming out in the media of un unhappy players 
like we were just saying with Souths, you don't see this kind of talk coming out of clubs that are performing and doing well. So no, I hope they, yeah. I hope they get rid of it. You know, the, I'd like to see the dogs doing well. Um, but yeah, they look a, a fair way off it at the moment. So how? I know they're not the Warriors, so second coach isn't always the first thing that pops into their heads. But um, how long into 2024, if things don't look like they're improving, would you think Gould would be looking at potentially sacking another former assistant coach from the Panthers? And yeah, Mark said we got the better coach. I agree 100%. Um, oh, yeah. When it was announced, I may not have had that opinion. Um, I I thought Seraldo would just take this um, star-studded Bulldogs squad and just run all the way to finals, um, where I thought Webster might struggle. And, mm. you know, very happy to be wrong with that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you say star-studded too, but I think they're actually they're lacking a bit in key areas. Um, you know, they don't have a – they don't have a – Top tier halfbacks. Their spine is probably not up there with the top teams, and and their depth as well. As soon as they started getting some injuries, um, they they were exposed pretty badly. But that's what happens when you spend all your money on those Panthers players that aren't halves. Yeah, I don't know what the magic recipe is though, Brad. Um, whether it's the players, whether it's the the coaching setup, um, but. For Sor- they got to give Serraldo a decent enough crack, and they've got Crichton coming next year. I think he's got to see out next year, and then if they've not done well, then and then the following year starts off badly, then yeah, review's got to be done. Yeah, um, and Tony's just said she uh, watched a video today that a mate shared at Warriors headquarters with Webby George and their uh, MYHR team. It was awesome to get a peek at um, everything going on inside the Warriors culture. Yeah, um, from everything I've heard, and both on the field and in the offices, everything's just so much better at the Warriors, and they got the right mindset, um, which that's kind of like what I said with the Bulldogs thing. You've got to have both sides of your club working. Um, we look at Dragons and Tigers. You know, you could have the best players on the planet, but until they fix the office, it's a bit of a disaster. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's what you got to do. Um, so yeah, it's it's been very positive this year with Warriors stuff, um, which is great after them almost killing us emotionally last year. Um, not, or not just last year either. Oh, yeah, for, for, <laughs> last for decade, as long as I can remember. <laughs> yeah, I actually, yeah. someone sent me a picture before I go into the last one. I'm sidetracking, which I know Paul loves because we're barely into the show yet. Um, someone sent me a picture of, you know, they do the promo shot for finals with the, the eight captains. Mm. Um, so the last time the Warriors were in the finals was 2018. And the picture, I know I'm faffing, Paul. You know, let me get to it. Um, they had all the captains from 2018 finals. Tohu is the only player in that photo that's actually still playing. <laughs> Everyone else is, like, retired. Um, Did you say he was in the captain's promo? He wasn't that captain then, was he? Um, no, but he was the one they sent over. Roger oh, was our right. captain, but Roger, they sent yeah. Tohu over. Um, I don't know why, but yeah. It's, um, it's been that was, long, I don't remember. Yeah, there was like Cameron Smith, um, Cameron Smith, uh, James Maloney, all those types of guys all there. Um, wow. It was just funny. Wow. It was funny to see it and go, that's how long it's been. Um, 
And um, yeah, last bit of news before we get into signings and injuries. Um, Jacko said Gould's buying top elite players who are not performing, in fact, losing form. While Warriors bought good players who have all improved under Webster. Yeah, um, it's like we said about Roosters. Um, you're buying all the superstars in the world, but it doesn't make a good team. Um, we yeah. have teams um, like the Warriors and a few other of those teams have just got grinders that um, mm. they Batless. they know what to, they get told what to do and they do it well and it works. Um, but yeah, last bit of news. NRL announced that Casey Badger and Belinda Sharp will become the first female referees to officiate a game at NRL level under the single referee system this week. Um, I did have what games, but I don't have it anymore. I believe it was Titans Bulldogs were one of them. Um, but yeah, I think it's great news. I've seen some people having disparaging comments to having a woman referee and rah-da-ra, but I think it's great and It'll be interesting with Casey Badger because we've said some harsh things about Casey. Yeah, mate. When she's when she's in the uh, the bunker, she oh. she makes them some interesting decisions. But I was just gonna say, that, and this has nothing to do with gender. But if her bunker works anything to go by, I'm expecting some Monday apologies from Graham Annesley. <laughs> yeah, so I'm hoping that um, she improves being out on the pitch instead of being able to look at everything a million times and make the to make the wrong calls um but yeah it's great to see and um hopefully we see more of it um because yeah i don't care um man or woman as long as the referee can actually do the job properly um i'd be happy because we yeah. argue about it or don't argue we talk about how bad they are so much so um hopefully we see some improvement um, so we're going to signings. I've only really got three. I think there was a few more, but um, all extensions. So Tanner Boyd is extended with the Titans until 2025. Um, Cameron Murray's staying with the Rabbits until 2028. Um, and the Knights um, have extended Greg Marju until 2026. Good, good, um, and good. Yeah, so we've just got a question about who is refing those games. Um, Titans Bulldogs, I know for sure. Um, I'm just looking at it now. Yeah, so Casey Badger is doing Titans Bulldogs. And the other one is not loading for me because of internet. Um, so while I'm waiting, we're going to injuries. There were quite a few. Um so first off, uh, Jerome Lawai from Panthers dislocated his shoulder and is going to be out until at least the preliminary finals. That's um, that's quite big. That's, that's um, big. That's big, big. Um, yeah. So what do you reckon? Um, do you reckon that's going to cause some issues for the Panthers to get to the preliminary finals? May I'm. I'm seeing it as a bit of an opportunity if if we end up playing them week one of finals. Um, with Webby as our coach and ex-Panther having some intel, when we played them earlier in the year, we, we did pretty well. We, I think it was 18-6 from memory. So, And we were in that game most of the game. Panther scored late. Um, I see it as an opportunity for us. <laughs> I... I it, yeah, he's a, he's an obviously Nathan Cleary's the big dog, but he's he adds a lot to them, doesn't he? It's a, it's a point of yeah. difference from Cleary. It, he's got 
got that X factor and um, he creates a lot for them as well. So, yeah, um, I think it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be tough for them, but they're just a team you can't rule out. Like, oh, never, never. Yeah. It's hard. Like if, even if you told me that Luai and Cleary were going to miss um, the first couple of weeks of finals, I'd still be like, oh, they might still get there. It could be tough, but it is the right time to, to strike if um, if the Warriors face them in week one or the Storm um, face them in week one. It could be the right time to kind of upset the, the apple cart by um, giving them a, a defeat in week one. Uh, mm. Time will tell. Going on, though, to the Warriors, Luke Metcalf um, injured his hamstring. Um, there hasn't really been an official confirmation, but he has made a comment on social media basically saying that his season's done. Um, horrible news. Um, I said it to you and Ruin Hammer facetiously in the weekend that in my review last week, I was all for bringing Tamari Martin in and moving Metcalf down. If that had happened, this injury wouldn't have happened, you know. So Webster kind of needs to read my review a bit more sometimes. But, um, yeah, sitting there at the game live and when he came off, he was in tears. Yeah. It was heartbreaking. Like, um Thankfully, it wasn't the same hamstring that he did earlier in the year. It was the other one. Um, so I'm hoping it means less this time. It doesn't sound like it's like surgery requiring or anything like that. So hopefully it means by the time round one kicks off, he's at least ready for selection. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, it, it has me a bit worried about him with his, his hamstrings at his young age already praying of them. He might need to just slow down. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. As someone who someone who's never really tested their hamstrings, you might know a bit better than me. Um, what do you do to stop getting your hamstrings hurt? I don't know, mate. I didn't have that kind of speed either. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I've never really had a lot of problems with my hammies, but yeah, I'm just devastated for him. He, um, you know, he's getting a good run of games there and actually getting some first-grade experience. Um, my, you know, it's obviously devastated, devastated for, for the guy, but at the same time, might be, it's a good chance for Tamari Martin to come back in and might unlock our left side again, which is it's gone cold a bit and we've been pretty right side dominant. Um, yeah. So come finals time, it might add that point of difference, you know, um, add a bit more looks for, for the higher quality teams we're going to be coming up against. Um, but, yeah, hopefully he's all right for... Uh, hopefully, hopefully Luke is all right for selection for Samoa as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, I think, um, I think him being out and Tamari coming in increases the Warriors' chance of going all the way. As yeah. sad as that sounds, yeah. Um, like you said, it's unlocking that left. Um, I think I did discuss it off air with you mm. um, that a lot of people have been talking about Marcelo Montoya's drop in form. And his drop in form has been basically from the moment he got Luke as his left side half. And um, I'm not, it's just early, early days for Luke. And I think he, I can't confirm, but I think he's basically been told by the coaching staff, when you get the ball, just pin your ears back and go. Um, use that speed instead of feeding your outside straight away. Um, so I can't put it all on him, but he's a hell of a talent. And I think, the more he grows, um, the better he's going to be for the club. So um, mm. I think Jacko said that he got um, glowing praise from Webster. Um, and Tanya said um, she's grateful Tamari's back. It really works out perfectly. 
um, Team M's experience with Paramite for our finals. And Jago said his only worry for Team Tim is match fitness, which is why I said bring him back last week so he had two games under his belt before finals. But what do I, I think know? he'll be fine. I think he'll be fine. He looked good in um, New South Wales Cup. I know it's a, a big step down, but he he I thought he played quite well. So um, I remember him coming coming back for Brisbane last year in his comeback, and he was pretty much good right from the get go. So yeah. I'm, I'm hoping we see a bit of that. Fingers crossed. And um, last worry before we get into other clubs, Tohu Harris has back spasms, and um, he's out this week. He would have been rested anyway. Um, but they are saying he could miss week one of finals, but I saw an interview with Andrew Webster, and he basically said he's pretty confident he's playing week one. Yeah. Um, said that it's the back spasms is it's not that big of an issue and it's really something he, it stiffens up on planes and stuff, but it's just cause he's old, you know, he's, he's old. And he, he's a war he's, horse. He's wrapped head and toe in bloody um, strapping tape every week. So he's held together um, by very little. So he needed a break. I think we've been asking for him to have a break at some point for a while. Um, so yeah, fingers crossed. He's good for week one. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Josh Papali'i from the Raiders, gone for the season. He had a surgery on a bicep injury. Um, big loss for them if they well, – I'm pretty confident they're going to remain in the eight, so they'll be in finals, so a big loss for them. And Kalen Ponga for the Knights um, is out with a shoulder injury but should be ready for weeks uh, finals week one. Mm. Yep. But, yeah, um, some, big, some big injuries there from some big boppers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Naughty boy corner. Uh, got a couple well, this good, week. Wait, some good ones this week. <laughs> good ones. So um, Corey Horsburgh from the Raiders, he's got four weeks for a grade one shoulder charge. I didn't agree um, with he, that one. I didn't agree with it either. He tried to fight it and it didn't work. Um, so, yeah, he's basically, he's done for the year um, unless the, the Raiders can go deep. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Jared, Warrior Highcrest from the Roosters, he got two on here. Um, so he got a grade two dangerous contact, um, which he tried to dispute the charge and failed. So he got four matches for that. And then he also got three matches for grade one striking. So he's got seven match ban. Um, hard, to, hard to argue with those ones. Very hard. Um, yeah. Even with with how I am on the show, kind of defend all the all the thug stuff. Um, yeah, you can't, can't argue. Um, <laughs> just a complete brain snap from the guy. Yeah. Um, so he's not going to Vegas. Yeah. Um, he gets to um, watch his team in Vegas. They'll probably take him along anyway to enjoy the festivities. I was going to say, it sounds like safe not, not taking him to Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's him and Radley, eh? When they see that red yeah. mist, they can't help themselves. And uh, that was pretty dumb, to be fair. Right on the. Oh. I mean, they're fighting for their season, and now they've got to do it with a, one of their biggest players. I mean, Jacko said hi guys as a front thrower, so inspected brain explosion. That, Great call, Jacko. Right it's cool. a low blow. Smartest men on the pitch are the front rowers, I have you know. <laughs> um, but uh, the Broncos, um, they've lost Katoni Staggs for one match um, for a grade two dangerous contact. And Josh Kerr is going to miss this week's game for the Dolphins for a grade two dangerous contact as well. Um, so they're not that bad. Uh, I have a feeling Staggs probably would have been rested this week anyway. Um so he's just yeah. getting punished for it. Um, and Josh Kerr, uh, yeah, I didn't think I didn't he was like, much in either. But I, I didn't like what Katoni did. 
as dropping a dropping an elbow on someone. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he made a lot of contact. So, yeah, but didn't look the best. No. Um, so yeah, only only those ones. Um, so we may as well jump into the round now, since we're, we're at thirty five minutes. We're we're tracking oh. nicely for Paul. No, 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 no. We're gonna have a, a quick mini quiz. Oh, not, an quiz improm- not an impromptu quiz. Nothing okay, like showing then. our lack of knowledge. Yeah, it expose us. Only one team this season has not been in the top eight. Who was it? Oh, that's... Tigers. Correct. The Tigers are the only team not to have been in the top eight. Every other team. There was, the Dragons were in there the top was an easy on one. Week, on week two. Oh, yeah, that's because Dragons had a buy round one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they won their game, their first game of the season as well. Yeah. Um, which is the only team to have been in the top eight every single round? Broncos, Warriors. Oh, no, yeah, we. No, yeah, we. Warriors we, we, were out we one dropped round. Out. We dropped. We out, dropped yeah. to eleventh in one round. I just didn't now, want to say Broncos because I hate round them. ten. The Warriors missed out. Yep. Um, four teams have been number one in the table. Can you name those four teams? Broncos, uh, Pan- Broncos, Broncos, Panthers, Panthers Warriors, Rabbits. Rabbits, yeah. All right. Have we not hit number one this year? Not this year. Um, Yeah, it's Panthers, Broncos, Rabbits. Sharks. Dolphins. No. No. Dolphins. Yeah. No. No. I don't know. I don't know the fourth one. Sorry, Paul. The Sea Eagles. They were were top round. They had a good start. They did too. Of... um, of the of, of of the season, um, so yeah, no, just thought yeah, a fun little quiz there for you guys as to some of the uh, the fun things from the um, uh, from the table this season. See, now the only reason I knew the Broncos won, Paul, um, was because I visit every Tuesday. I go and see my my grandmother, and she misremembers how the NRL season goes because she's old. <laughs> and we were talking about she was asking me about the switching in the top four what could happen this week and she said like the broncos they've kind of come out of nowhere they kind of were rubbish at the start of the year so i had to go through and give her each round where they and the warriors were on the ladder so that's how i know uh, the broncos always stayed in the eight um but yeah it was interesting um stupid stupid things i do in my spare time uh um so we'll go into the round now after paul uh Distracted us. Round 26, starting with the Eels once again defeating the Panthers 32-18. Yeah, don't they love playing the Panthers during regular oh. season? Uh, we didn't pick it, but um, six, six tries to four. Mike Acevo grab, grab, grabbing four and Gutherson grabbing two. Four tries to the Panthers, Tyron Peachy, Nathan Cleary, Liam Martin, Tom Jenkins. Yeah, um, I was tempted to pick them last week because I was going to be a dick and say, you know, the Eels always beat Panthers in regular season. But I was, trying to beat, I was trying to beat Simon in the tips. So I was like, <laughs> no, of course Panthers are going to win two weeks away from finals. They're switched on. Yeah, regret that. Um, Would have been nice. But yeah, the Eels just love beating the Panthers in regular season matchups. Um, they can't seem to do it in finals. But um, yeah, I thought their attack was on point. They, they kept the pressure on for the majority of the match. Um, and they're a hard team to beat when they play like this. They just struggle 
to keep this up week to week. Um, but very impressive in this match, I thought. Um, well, what were your thoughts on the Eels? Yeah, I, th- I thought so too. I, I don't know what it is about this fixture, but the Eels just seem to get up for it of late. Um, yeah, I thought they were, thought they were really good, really dangerous throughout. Uh, if you're an Eels fan, you'll be left thinking, where has this been all season? It's, it's, it's the Eels though, you know. Past few, it, past few years, very inconsistent. Yeah, but they have the best record against Panthers. Um, they do. I think Strange. I think the only games they lose are finals ones against them. So yeah. they're the ones you'd rather win. Um, but yeah, your take on the Panthers. I mean, it's a massive result in terms of the minor premiership race. I mean, they still might get it. Um, yeah. But like we were talking about earlier, I don't, I don't think it really matters to them. Um, the biggest thing is the injury to... Luai, who's you know one of their key key players, um, and I think I feel like the other top teams may fancy their chances against a weakened Panthers side come finals time. You know, if if there's any time to get them, might be now. Yeah, um, Panthers they they made the decision to rest some players, and then with that early exit of um, Luai, they I thought they just played it a bit too cute. Um, they were under the pump right from the start, uh, couldn't get out of the hole they dug. Um, just wasn't a good performance from them. Um, but you'd be a fool to write them off um, after this anyway. They, You know, they always become a different team once they're in finals. So, mm. yeah. Um, great for the Panthers to, to lose and make it a bit more exciting for the positioning of the top four come the end of this weekend. But, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. But your player to stand out. I'm just going to cheat and put the four try... Four try hero, Mike Acevo. Not quite a Francis Melly, but fours four against the Panthers is doing doing all right. Yeah. Um, I'll go with the other try scorer. I'll go with King Gutho. Um <laughs> I thought he was great out there. Um, you know, yeah, Sevo, it was probably his best game in, in like forever, but um I thought Gutho kinda was really um probing the the weaknesses in the Panthers defensive line. Um which he's a we don't see it. We don't see a lot of people do. Um, yeah, never. He's never going to be in conversation for like one of the best players on the planet. I don't think he is that great skill wise um, compared to the other stars. But he backs everything up with just determination. Um, yeah, he just yeah. yeah it looks like an unco battler. But yeah, love it. Um, and yeah, Paul said it's the first loss for the Panthers since June sixteenth against the Cowboys. Yeah. Wow. Um, That's crazy. And they're still a team that lost to the Tigers. So um, I'll keep going on about that all year. <laughs> um, we'll go to the first game on Friday, Richie. Warriors defeating the Dragons 18-6. to mm, Easy on the scoring list here. Pompey, Charms, and Adam for the Warriors. Zach Lomax for the Dragons. Yeah, another scratchy win. Um, but I thought the Warriors actually controlled the match for the most part. Um they made far too many errors, um, which reduced their scoring opportunities, including that one where Fanua Blake had a you know easiest try in the world and just didn't plant it properly. Um, but their I thought their defense improved. We talked about it last week. We had a few concerns. They only um, let the Dragons have one line break compared to the week before. The Dragons had five line breaks against the Storm, so. Um, that is a, a good improvement, but they'll need um, 
a lot of they've got a lot of work to do after resting their players this week if they want to have an impact on finals in my opinion um mm. it could all be a a webs deploy that we just haven't um haven't seen yet uh, mikey's kind of saying that the boys are definitely holding back something uh, I hope yeah, so. it, it could all be just this master play from webster where they're playing reserved to kind of not expose everything um we i, I don't know it's the hopefulness of a, a warriors fan here but your take on the warriors yeah another game another great crowd and another victory oh probably i probably of the year mate i was gonna say I'll, I'll ask your opinion on that after after i break this down because the theatrics seem to go to another level we're doing our home game so well this year uh, and i can see waver and keeps coming back it's 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 theater it's a massive show um but yeah the win wasn't comprehensive but important that it seals the top four for us and it does come at a cost with with metcalf pulling up injured but and i'll double down on what i said earlier it could open up our left-hand attack with timari martin coming back in and our, our defense was improved this week so i was happy with that yeah i mean what you want to talk now about the crowd or, or yeah go on i mean what was it like being there? It looked amazing. It sounded amazing on the TV. Yeah, and um, oh, Paul's just brought up Warriors six losses in the opening 13 rounds and only one loss in the last 13. Yeah, we always said that first, like, 10, 10 round stretch was the hardest part for the Warriors this year, and they did quite well through it. I think they ended five and five. Um, but, yeah, the crowd, it was the biggest crowd um, for the year for them. They, I think it was just a, a tad over 25,000. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the work they've been doing, um, the Warriors staff on game day, um, is they've taken up a notch. They've really um, put some effort in after all those years away. Um, you know, you got that big entrance the Warriors do now with the lights. It's amazing, and, amazing. Um, I think it's is it Alien Nation. I think is the song they use. I don't know if you can hear the song on the field. Yeah, uh, Alien Weaponry. Alien Weaponry. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So cool. And all that, and then like you don't see it um, on TV, but um, yeah. And Jacko said, um, Ben Hunt said the noise was like Origin Games. That's what they all say. Brent Tate used to say you'd get ten thousand at Mount Smart, and it sounded like thirty thousand at Suncorp. Um, but yeah, at halftime you wouldn't have seen it on TV, but they like turned all the lights off again. I think they're just trying to save money on power. They just keep turning the lights off whenever they can. But um, they did like a fireworks display, which um, oh no, they know, showed it, mate! It was amazing. They showed it, yeah. Um, my partner, she really enjoyed that um, mm. for some reason. But um, yeah, it's just great what they've been doing, um, and I, I'm sure they've got some good ideas for the finals game they get to play at home. Um, mm. So looking forward to that. So yeah, fantastic. But yeah, we're segueing away as we always do. Dragons, your thoughts on uh, the worst team in the NRL? Yeah, their big plan for the home final was playing it at Eden Park. Um, <laughs> it's not hopefully. Happening. <laughs> hopefully I'll be not. Picketing outside Mount Smart. <laughs> yeah, uh, I thought that another fighting effort from the Dragons. They do seem to have moments that prevent them from picking up the wins, though. In each of these games, despite the fight, um, this week it can almost. Uh, just show Ty Tyrell Sloan's highlights or lowlights. Um, the um, going to pick up a ball in the end goal and, and leaving it behind. Um, his defensive efforts on Chance's try and um, a couple of our tries actually, where they, we just strolled right past him. Um, 
Pompey, I think. So it's, yeah, um, tough, tough for the Dragons because you know they fought hard, but they're, they're not getting the results. Yeah, uh, Sloan's got a lot of talent. He's just got to work on those those schoolboy stuff. Like, um, I'm sure they're going to show him that video a lot um, of him leaving that ball and letting a front row dive on it. Um, you know. But, yeah, Jacko said the interim coach at the Dragons done a very good job. Yeah, he has. Uh, I know I, I bag on them a lot. I think he's he's done a good job trying to keep this leaky boat afloat. Um, but, yeah, they almost had a dream start with that try in the opening seconds. So I was there live. When that happened, there was, the only emotion I had was laughter. I was cracking up because I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. Um, oh, mine was swearwords. Yeah, that came too, but um, yeah, it was just like, I can't even be mad. Um, that's just crazy. Um, yeah. Thankfully, it was denied. Um, but yeah, the Dragons, they just struggled to get through the, the Warriors' defense. Um, did well to shut down the Warriors' right edge, though. Um, they they managed to keep uh, Dallin quite quiet. They were kind of rushing in um, mm. and crowding, not just like the default is always to crowd Sean, but then Sean you know, can put a step on and cause you trouble. So they were kind of putting more pressure on the Cora, um, which is where we saw a lot of those errors. Um, when yeah, they were getting yeah. up close, he was dropping the ball left, right and centre. Um, but, yeah, I didn't think they had a chance of winning. They never looked like they were going to get themselves into the match um, and cause an upset. But um, one week left for them um, this week. They got a, a tough game um, against a, a rampaging Knights. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to not having to talk about them for a bit um, after next week. So it'll be good. Um, your player to stand out, I think we both picked the same. Yeah, Charles, I thought uh, at a team which was struggling a wee bit, you know, um, he, he still stood up. He was fantastic. Got a nice try. Hit the Cristiano Ronaldo celebration, um, yeah. <laughs> which was funny. Um, no, he was really, really good. Yeah, I picked him too. Um, he was—he just works, you know. I, I, I know for the—I feel like for the rest of the time, there's always going to be the Walsh CNK comparison due to the fact that they're the last two Warriors fullbacks. But um, what he lacks in that flash that Walsh has, he just has work ethic, and he gets yeah. in there. He does those tough carries that they need him for. He defends well. He plays that link man when he needs to. He's not all about being the superstar scoring tries himself. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, just gets in there and does all the hard work. And I love it. Um, I, I love a battler. So, yeah, it's been a great year for, for Chance. And I'm, I'm oh, hoping yeah. it only gets better for him in the next couple of weeks. Um, final game on Friday. Cowboys defeating the Dolphins 34-10. Mm, six tries to two here for the Cowboys. Uh, Zach Labor with two. Kyle Felt, Scotty Drinkwater, Murray Talangi, and Peter Hiku. Two tries for the Dolphins, both to Jermaine Isako. But Isako, he's ruining my bets. But um, yeah, a much needed win for the Cowboys um, here, They're keeping their, their finals chances slightly alive. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. 
all the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, they looked good on attack, solid on defense. It was kind of hard to point out any issues I had with their performance. Um, they right. need at least one more match like this. Um, if they can play like this against the Panthers, they they might have a chance of scraping into the eight. Um, but your chance on the your your thoughts on the Cowboys? I thought they were very dominant in this one, and you know it keeps them in the in the hunt. Uh, but I feel like they're another quality team this year that that should be a top team, but they may live to regret a pretty tough patch in their season, much like Parramatta. Um, yeah, wouldn't it be weird to see two of the top teams from last year, Cowboys and Parramatta, miss out? Possibly even teams like Rabbitohs. Rabbits. Yeah, yeah and Paul, pretty, Paul's got the stats. Cowboys eight losses in the opening thirteen rounds, and then three in the last thirteen. Yeah, I think that poor start they're gonna they're gonna rue that potentially. Um, mm. But yeah, if they if they perform, and then you see the yeah, Dolphins the opposite, seven wins in the opening thirteen, and only one in the last thirteen. Yeah, so your thoughts on the Dolphins? I feel for them, um, but we all wondered what would happen once their squad faced the pressures of injury and suspension. And unfortunately, the depth just isn't there this year. Uh, I'm hoping next year the situation should improve for them with, with the quality of players they've got coming in. But yeah, obviously, like, like Paul's just put there, amazing start. But definitely tapered off once once the going got tough squad wise. Yeah, and that, win, that only winning against the uh, in the last thirteen was a golden point win against yeah. um, the Titans. So even that one was close. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. They've just run out of puff. I think I've been saying that for like the past month. It feels like um, could have been a dark day um, for them if not for the talent of Isako, giving the home crowd something to cheer about in the final twenty. Um, a tough year um, that started with Thomas, as we just talked about. Um, only one game left before they can turn their attention to improving in 2024. They will be tough this week for the Warriors. They won't want to end their season on a loss at home. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's I th- it's all just a, a learning year. We no one I think expected them to be a finals team in their first year. Um, they're, they've learned as a team, got some new talent coming in. I, I think they'll be they'll be aiming for for better things next year, mm. um, and hopefully we see it. Uh, they're not a team I dislike yet, so yeah, yeah, we'll see. And yeah, Jacko said Cowboys cows were one pass away from a 2022 grand final, now struggling to make the eight. Mm. 
yeah, it's a tough beast, the NRL, man. Um, you can yeah. be the 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 bell of the ball one year and then um, out the back the next. So um, your player to stand out. Scotty. Scotty. I, I, yep. I feel like Probably whenever you see an yeah, I feel like whenever you see a nice big win from the Cowboys, a lot of it's revolving around him. It's kind of like the Heinz thing with Sharks, right? When the Sharks have a good game, you usually automatically go to Heinz. And I feel with the Cowboys, you always go to Drinky. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, he, uh, he, he was does, the key in their attack. He is. He absolutely is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next game might not take as long to go through. Storm defeating the Titans, 37-16. Mm, six strikes to three here for the Storm. Will Warbrick, Xavier Coates with a hat-trick, Christian Welch. Ali Katoa, um, loving what he's doing. Three tries to the Titans, Chris Randall, Brian Kelly, Jojo Fafida. Yeah, improved effort um, from the Storm here after cutting it close to the Dragons last week. We're able to pile on the pressure and execute some slick attacking sets. Um, Will Walbrick's just growing into such a great player this year for them. Um, another final threat that looks ready to peak at the right time, which has me concerned. Um, but good to see... Brian Poppenhausen make his return as well um, yeah. after being out forever. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, thought it was a, a it was like the perfect type of match you want a, a couple of weeks out from finals. Uh, but what was your take on the Storm? Yeah, I thought it was a decent win um, while not being massively convincing and probably wouldn't fill me with a lot of fear from the Panthers or Broncos. They did pull away in the end. Um, they scored three tries in the last 20, so... Um, a uh, little puppy, Pappenhausen. Um, mm. Great to see him back, and he could be a wild card for them if he, if he manages to find some of his old form relatively quickly. Um, he's come back from a horror injury, but if he finds some form, he, that could really help them. Yeah. And uh, your Titans thoughts? Mm, just pretty typical Titans performance really eh? um, not overly resilient on defense which is kind of their trademark for the past couple of seasons so um, another season of what ifs for them yeah I basically said the same same old Titans they can do great things with ball in hand but they can't defend if their life depended on it um, they missed 43 tackles here not the worst out of all the teams that played this round um, but yeah, if they can fix that in the off season, I think they're a decent shot of playing finals next year. That's their only issue, is mm. they can't defend. Um, your player to stand out? I put Coates because he got a hat trick. But I know where you're going, Brad, and I, I kind of agree with Jacko Katoa. Man, yeah. Ah, oh, watching him play for them makes me think: what if, <laughs> if we could have unlocked that here at the Warriors? I, I've always felt like he's going to be a weapon and. He's got all the attributes to be a weapon. So I named my player that, that stood out and pretty much gassed on about yours. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I went with Katoa. Yeah, he's done exactly what I was expecting him to do when he moved to the Storm. Yeah. Um, I You could see the talent there when he was with the Warriors. It just something wasn't clicking. And as sad as, uh, you know, I, I loved him. He was one of my favorites. Um, as sad as it was to see him go. Um, knowing that he could go, it, it wasn't going to be a situation where he left the Warriors and then like we emerge situation where six months after leaving the club, he gets released and goes to England. You know, yeah. he always had the talent to do something special. So I love seeing it. And um, yeah, he's really clicked into gear. Mm. 
Yeah, if you expect the Titans to do something next year, they've got to they've got to sort out their the kind of the end of the season. They've they've had one win out of their last nine games. They've really have collapsed as they've run out of steam. Don't know if that's squad depth or what it is, but they've yeah they've just, they've collapsed at the end of the season. They just don't know how to tackle. I think they're scared of tackling. They um, they run away from the tackle bags at training. They did lose a couple of really like razor close matches as well, which almost came down to refereeing decisions when you remember the the offside penalties. Uh, I think they got back-to-back two weeks in a row. They got dudded. Um, but, yeah, I still think they, they're not quite at the stage where they're going to fire a shot. Yeah, and Troy said, um, are the Storm just low, staying low-key, waiting to put their A-team uh, to be on and hopefully come through to the finals? Is that them and will it work in the finals? I think that's what they're doing. Um, Bellamy's a master at, you know, knowing when when to get his team switched on. So it's a bit like the Panthers. The Panthers could lose the final round of the year, and then you know they're going to be, like, the best team in finals the next week. Uh, I feel like the Storm will be the same. Once you click into gear and everyone's on the same page, finals footy, they're going to be tough, um, you know. What's the, we'll lesser of two, what's the lesser of two evils for you if the Storm ended up in a grand final against the Panthers? Gun to the head, who are you, who, who you supporting? Storm, because Katoa plays for the Storm. Yeah, nice. Good answer. But I'd rather the Warriors play the Storm in the final because the Warrior, the Storm don't know how to beat the Warriors in finals footy. Oh, yeah. So I, I'd go with that. But, yeah, next game, sad day. Sorry, how, how many games is that based on? That's beside the point, Paul. It's beside the point. Um, <laughs> Roosters defeated the Tigers 32-8. Uh, to 32-8, to eight, yeah. Five tries to one. Sam Walker... Daniel Tupo, Terrell May, uh, uh, jo- Joey Suali'i and Victor Radley for the Roosters, uh, Tristan R- Riley for the Tigers. Yeah, um, nice performance from the Roosters here. Um, Joey Manu's not a bad backup fullback, um, and they were just too strong for the struggling Tigers. Haru, we already talked about uh, Jared souring the match with his poor discipline, but um, the stay, they stayed in the hunt for the finals which is all they should be focused on right now anyway. Um, but your take on the Roosters? I, I thought um, one of the better Roosters performances of the year, and it keeps them in the hunt. The only negatives to come out of the game for them, uh, Joey Manu injury and the brain farts from from Big Jared, you know, yeah. when their season's on the line and now... They said Manu's yeah. going to be sweet. Well, That's I think good. he's even that- been named this week. Sorry. Okay, that's that's one thing then. But Jared, I don't know what he's thinking, man. He Clearly just, wasn't. He wanted an early holiday, mate. He's yeah. done. He's old. At his age now, he, he can't play a whole year. Yeah, Bali um, seemed good. Yeah. Yeah, and your thought on the, the poor old Tigers? Yeah, not their best night at the office. Probably say that most weeks. Um, yeah, I thought they might put up more of a fight, though. Hopefully next year we see something from them and, and Benji manages to do something because well, I guess there's only one way to go when you're the, when you're the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Um, they just lack the firepower um, in this match and they couldn't keep up. Another team that's had a rough year, but like, yeah, at least it's almost over. Um, I, I love the Tigers. I, I really feel for them um, and the struggles they go through. But yeah, your player to stand out. I put, um, I put Sam Walker coming back. I thought Hutchison was doing quite a good job there, but um, yeah, Sam Walker coming back, scored a 
brilliant try where he ran through number of number of players. So it's nice to see him come back after after a tough season. He's been having a pretty tough season. Yeah, I went with the the Wallabies next um, next big thing, um, Swali um, Swali'i. Um, thought he he was dangerous here. He actually looked like he wanted to play um, footy again. Yeah. Um, he was breaking the line, um, accurate at the kicking tee. Um, just a good night out for him after what's been a, a pretty shocking year for him. Mm. Um, for the whole team, yeah. really. For the whole team, yeah. <laughs> Um, next game uh, on Saturday, Broncos defeating the Raiders 29-18. Six tries to three. Uh, Selwyn Cobbo with a hat-trick, another, another winger that picked up multiples this week. Tony Staggs, Ezra Mam, Reese Walsh, three tries for the Raiders, Matt Frawley, Nick Kotrick, Hudson Young. Yeah, uh, Broncos look dangerous um, here with some lethal attack, which is what we expect from them. Um, however, I thought they were actually lucky to walk away with this um, win with a lot of questionable calls um, going their way. But that's the perk of being a, a top four team, unfortunately. Um, we get to see that too now as a um, top four team. But this win's made their chances of winning minor premiership a bit bigger. Um, so, yeah, they they did what they needed to do to get the win. Um, so very solid. But, yeah, your thoughts on the... Um, Bronx. Yeah, I thought it was pretty messy from them. Um, they didn't complete their sets at a very high rate. Um, they, they play that high risk, high reward type of thing. They do. They do indeed. And they were without Reynolds and Carrigan, but uh, there was still more than enough in terms of individual brilliance to get them the result, which helps their hopes of picking up the minor premiership. Yeah. And your thought on the Raiders? Uh, they showed a good fight. They, they were trying their best to get the win. For Croker and Whiten's last home game at, G- at GIO Stadium, they, they scored some really nice tries and, and were close, but, yeah, not to be. Yeah, um, they were in this match, um, and I already mentioned those poor calls, but they refused to back down. Um, they just struggled to tighten up their defensive structure, and you can't afford to do that against uh, a live-wire team like the Broncos. Mm. Um, like Paul just mentioned, Raiders four losses in the last six games. Um and Jacko's just said Walters come out saying Bronx the best team in the comp. Well, those that laugh last laugh the loudest. Yeah, I don't. I couldn't say the Broncos are the best team. I, I they're up there, but I think like if I'd still have Panthers as the top team right now. Um, I don't know. It just that could be just bias of the like last four years of the Panthers being like one of the top two teams. Um, but yeah, your player to stand out. I think we picked the same guy. Yeah, yeah, to put Walsh pains me to say it. He was brilliant though, mate. Um, try assist, line breaks, just uh, runs were just tearing through. Uh, scored a brilliant try. Um, nearly injured his knee. Well, he did injure his knee doing it. Um, field goal, put put the game further out of reach. He he really did it all and stepped up in the absence of um, Reynolds. It wasn't all good defense, no. like what he yeah. does. What he does is brilliant, and luckily for him, it outweighed his his defense, which we know isn't the greatest. But Hudson Young went straight past him when he scored. Nick Kotrick ran over the top of him and scored. Um, we know he can't tackle, but this year he's more than making up for it, yeah. what he does with the ball. I think we did. Yeah, I picked Walsh as well, but I think we discussed it during the game where I said like the difference between like we don't 
you don't hear as much about Walsh's defense this year compared to last year. The difference is that a Broncos frontline defense is so much better than what the Warriors defense was last year mm. that he was always having to clean up um, the Warriors mess where he doesn't have to do that as much for the Broncos. So you don't see yeah. it as much. But in finals, anyone that gets through that line and it's like a one-on-one with Walsh, you almost guaranteed points. Right. And yeah, Jacko almost took the words out of my mouth. Um, we have to talk about it. You forgot to mention Walsh, not only all those tries, field goals and that, he was also involved in the NRL tackle of the week. Um, you know, Make it tackle of the year. Um, with Joseph Tuppany um, breaking him apart. Um, and nothing malicious. Um, Walsh just forgot that the game doesn't always revolve around him. So when he's standing around yeah. um, thinking no one will touch him, you, you let a, a front rower spy a, a quick halfback with a, a big shot that they know they're not always going to be able to hit, they're going to take it. Um, so, yeah, oh, great so hit. Oh, so good. So it was, good. It was the highlight of the match. For me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, moving on to Sunday's game. Um, this one we could probably go through quite quickly. Um, Manly defeating the Bulldogs 42-24. Quite quickly. Is that a bit of a joke there, Brad? Yeah, um, we can. I'm just looking at my notes and going, oh, no. There's a lot of notes. <laughs> Uh, uh, he's making the finals. Who gives up? <laughs> yeah, that's what we should be saying, but let's do it quickly. Uh, seven <laughs> tries for Manly, Jason Saab with two, uh, Toff Sipley, um, Raymond Tui, Tui Malovanga, Hamole Alakuatu, Deli Cherry Evans, Lachlan Croker. Most of the time, it's going to be spent reading the Manly players' names. Um, four tries for the dogs Corey Waddell, Jake Avarillo, Kyle Flanagan, Toby Sext. Yeah, a big effort from Manly. Nothing to play for anymore, but they put on a show. Tech was on point scoring consistently. Uh, a few more games like this in this season may have ended very differently. And before I move to you, shout out to DCE for giving the man with the coolest name the his first points in the NRL with Gordon Chan Kun Tong kicking a penalty in the dying stages. Um, thought it was great. Uh, your thoughts on Manly? Oh, I have a really bad taste joke about that penalty shot. No, I'm going to leave that, though. Not on air. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you later, Brad. Um, yeah, nice performance from Manly. They they look really dangerous. I really like the look of Cola at fullback with his speed, creating lots of chances. Um, you know, maybe that's an option they could look to in future if, if and when, more when, um, Tommy Turbo gets injured. Um, but, yeah, I thought, thought they were good. And doggies? Yeah, to forget. And the stories in the media suggest not all is well at the club. We've already gone all over that. Um, yep. Yeah, they bring on next year for them. Yeah, um, repeat what I've been saying about the doggies for a while. Uh, just too much talent to be this bad. A few nice tries, but lackluster defence. Some players look like they're already thinking about Mad Monday. Um, your player to stand out? Cola. Cola. I went with DCE. Yeah, um, both, both yeah. really good. Mm. Yeah. Uh, last game, Knights oh, defeating the Sharks, 32-6. Six tries to one. Kalen Ponga, Bradman Best with two. Dom Young, Greg Marju, Dylan Lucas, one try for the Sharks, Connor Tracy. Yeah, Knights train just keeps steaming on. Um, they never looked in doubt and looked like they could almost score at will here. Um, we're defensively sound as well, um, and it was a near-perfect performance. Um, amazing turnaround from this club, and a team I am actually generally worried about in finals. 
Um, but your thoughts on the Knights? Mm. Mm, very similar. Another massive display from them. I know the Sharks were missing Hines, but I doubt he would have made that much of a difference. Uh, the, the Knights are looking like a team I would want to be avoiding come finals time. Yeah, same, same thing as I said. Yeah. 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 And Sharks. You're really disappointing from them. Granted, they were missing their best player. Um, I still feel like they're a dangerous side at full capacity and when on form, but I don't feel like I'm watching a potential title winner when I watch them. Yeah, they had a shocker here. Um, without Hines, they lacked direction on attack, and they were just woeful on defence. This was the team I was about to talk about. They missed 61 tackles in this game, um, which I think may be a record. I'm not sure. I was trying to find the stats, but I couldn't find it. But if it's not a record, it's bloody close. Mm. Um, not a performance you want to have just before finals, and they've got a lot of work to do. And Paul, Paul's going to come with stats now. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, look, they're, they're a rocks or diamonds team, right? Yeah. Lost by 26, won by 20, won by 30, won by 10, lost by 28. That's their last mm. five games. It's either a big win yeah. or a big loss. It either goes right for them or it's an absolute disaster. Yeah, you're on the money. Yeah. And they still don't know how to beat top eight teams most of the time. But um, I mm. think we picked the same guy for player of the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's killing it. Absolutely killing it. Unfortunate that he got injured. But, um, yeah, he, he was a standout here. Um as he's been since they um, made the right decision and put him back in fullback. Where he should be. Uh, yeah, where he should be. But yeah. So that was round 26. So I don't know. We'll let Paul decide if he's going to show well, us look, the... you, you guys are under warning for next week. For games that don't matter, this is what you're going to be getting. Everybody, <laughs> every game's going to matter because everyone's playing their second string teams. So every game's vital. You get to enjoy it in finals when we've got less games. Um, yeah. But... Do you have the pictures I sent you, Paul? He's just looking, I think, um, with the ladder or the tips, whichever one you want to bring up first. There it is. All right, and uh, yes, Paul, Paul did the multi. We got the multi right. I gave him all the picks we did last week. He forgot to enter the first one, which actually saved us because the first one we all picked the Panthers. Well, no, the first, the first one being played by the time I got around to putting to raising it, and that's why he missed the first one. Yeah, so we <laughs> we got another multi. So congrats, congrats us. I got another multi too because I rage quit my first multi when the Panthers lost and put another one in for the remaining seven games. So, we we did a reverse cash out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's the tips. Um, we have um, a new leader officially, which is me. I'm looking at what Simon's put through for the tips. Uh, we're, we're different. So there's definitely going to be an outright winner next week, which is the official last time for the tips before finals. But yeah, I only got one wrong with those bloody Panthers. Um, so I've got seven from eight for 130 out of 196. Simon got six out of eight and is one point behind on 129 out of 196. And Richard, you only got one wrong last week, so you're still climbing back. Um, Mate, I, I one twenty-three. Yeah, I found form at the uh, too late. Really, I think I've got yeah. seven from eight or close to the past few weeks. Yeah, uh, Richie's a finals guy. It's, 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 he's waiting for real, yeah. the real the real, oh, real yeah. game. Oh, the yeah. business end. Yeah. So that's the the tips, um, and now we've got the ladder. Um, really, not a lot of changes, um, but I'll let uh, you do the top eight. Okay, I, I thought I'd do it. Okay, I'll do it. You just wanted to hear me say Broncos have gone to number one. 
Yeah, and I and look at what Paul's doing where he's zooming in for you guys. Apologies last week for not knowing how to do that. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, Broncos have got up to one. Panthers dropped to two. Warriors and Melbourne stay where they were, three and four. Knights have climbed up to fifth. How good are they going? Cronulla and Canberra dropped to sixth and seventh. And the Rabbitohs are hanging tough at eight, courtesy of their bye. Yeah, and then the uh, the bottom nine are exactly the same as they were last week. So we've got Cowboys at ninth, Roosters 10th, Eels 11th, Manly 12th, Titans 13th, Dolphins 14th, Bulldogs 15th, Dragons 16th, and Tigers 17th. And the, um, the only teams that are still a chance to make finals are the top eight, obviously, and the Cowboys and Roosters now. So Parramatta... I th- uh, oh Parramatta yeah Parramatta I don't think will make it they'll get the two points for the buy this week but their points differential would rule them out anyway I believe yeah, yeah. so um, unless some yeah no with the other three all on the same points I don't think they can get in at all um, no they don't they don't yeah so um, yeah interesting ladder to see so many people kind of set in their place um, <laughs> I think this this week the only ring top four. Panthers could go up to first, Broncos could come to second, and the Warriors and Storm could switch depending on results. But they're the top four that we'll have for finals anyway. Um, so before we go into questions, oh, you got a, something to say, Richie, first? I was just going to say, what what do you want to happen? Do you want do you want the Cowboys to beat the Panthers? Um, who, who, who are you wanting to miss out out of Rabbitohs? I want, I want the Rabbits to miss out because I have a bet on them missing the finals. Right, so who, complete selfish so, reasons. I don't care who else makes it as long as they fall out. If no. the sharks could fall out somehow, it would have been good because I also had a bet on them not making finals. I can't see it in that picture. What's North Queensland and Roosters points differential? Why Look at me mil- milking the show for all it's worth. Yeah. Um, who's who's points differential? Cowboys Roosters. Um, so the Cowboys um, are 36 plus 36, Roosters are minus 38. Yeah, yeah I, knew, I knew the Roosters was pretty poor. Okay. But see, yeah, there, and, um, if if the Cowboys and, and Roosters, if the Cowboys and Roosters both win and the Raiders lose, there is actually a chance the Raiders could drop out because of their points differential because they're mm. 32 points. Yeah, wow. The Raiders could drop out on minus because they're on minus 119. Cover yeah. your ears, Simon. Cover your ears. And so, yeah, the eels the eels will go to thirty points, but they've only got a thirteen points differential, um, so they don't have a chance. Um, so a lot of big games this weekend. A lot of big games, um, but yeah, rabbits do have that points differential helping them out. Um, but yeah, time will time will tell. Um, so before we move into questions, at the, at the, at the end of the day, the, the rabbits the, the because the rabbits are playing the roosters, it's a winner take all. Who cares about yeah. points differential? Yeah. Um, so NRLW round six results. Um, before we go into questions, Eels defeated the Cowboys 16 12, Dragons defeated oh, lost to the Titans 23 22, um, Roosters defeated the Tigers 48 10, Broncos defeated the Raiders 40 8, and Knights defeated the Sharks 22 14. Um, so good to see my girl Millie still going strong. Um, so questions do we have any questions from the crowd that we didn't get to yet, Paul? We did. I did have one more one more quiz on the question. The quiz I forgot to ask: three teams have been bottom of the table. What? The, who are the three? Tigers, uh, obviously. Tigers, dragons, Tigers, dragons, Cowboys, Bulldogs. 
The Bulldogs on round one. Yep. Oh, yeah. There you go. I've got one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the Knights are the, the Knights one is, is amazing. They they were they were top eight in round six and then haven't been top eight again until round twenty three. I mean, they really have timed timed this mm. run very very well. Yeah. Um, so, um, questions from the uh, from the live chat, Jacko. Um, are there any rumours of Warriors signings? Um, anyone outside of the club? Not that I've heard of. Not that I heard. I think they've pretty much got their squad for next year already sewn up. I think they've already got like their 29 or 30 players. Um, so, yeah, not that I've heard. Um, so there we go. And uh, Tanya had a quiz question. I don't know if we'll, we'll get if we know the answer, but um, what player or players out of our starting 17 all year has not scored a try? I can tell you this. Hold on. I'm going to cheat, though. You're going to get cheated. <laughs> You're Googling I, as we speak. I'm not Googling. I've got an Excel spreadsheet of all the try scorers for every game for the Warriors this oh, year for my reviews. League, you absolute league nerd. So in our whole squad, one, two, three, four, five, there's six players that haven't scored. Ali Laotawa, Braden Willemi, Freddie Lussick, Tane Tuapiki, Tamari Martin, and Valingi Kipu. They haven't really been in our starting 17 all year, though, but have they? Tamari Martin would be the main one out yeah. of that lot. Yeah. And he's been injured um, most of the year. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, of course, Dallin, 21 tries at the top, um, followed by Marcelo Montoya, Sean Johnson, and AFB, all on eight. Mm. Um, and uh, did you manage to find out who uh, the ladies are? Uh, um it was the Titans Bulldogs game. Is Cameron Badger? Oh, Cameron Casey Badger. Casey. I couldn't find who um, Belinda was playing or okay. riffing. Sorry, um, they did a whole article talking about it, but they didn't say what her game was. <laughs> naturally, great, great um, reporting there. And Jack was saying we hope he uh, he was hoping that uh, the Warriors have a crack at Big Shipley. Um, yeah, I would have loved. Yeah, bring him home. I would have loved. I would have loved. Oh, okay. So Belinda Sharp is riffing the Sea Eagles Tigers game. There we go. Um, yeah, yeah, I would have loved Toff to come back. Oh yeah, he's playing well as well for for Manly when he's on. He's yeah, I'd love him back. <laughs> and yeah, Nicholas said he feels that Rue would have told us all that information without needing a spreadsheet. Yeah, he would have. He's a, his, he's a his brain person. is a spreadsheet. His brain yeah. is a spreadsheet. That guy. Yeah. Um, I have to. I have to write write our notes for this show. I have to write my review. There's a lot of other stuff I I use my brain for. Um, and by the way, folks, I, I I didn't spend a lot of time on that quiz. It was uh, it was. I just there's a, there's a table on on Wikipedia, um, and, I, and I saw it and thought, oh, they're kind of cool questions. So yeah. So no, 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 you no, have so much. Fun. You got so much time in your hands, falling asleep behind the wheel when we start rambling about crap anyway. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. all that time. Um, so, so are there as, any other questions? As we're running on time. Do you want to ask each other your questions? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, we'll go with your one first. All right. Uh, Webby's resting a lot of our top guns this weekend. Um, he's chosen Dylan Walker at 13 and captain. Tohu is said to be struggling with a sore back. If unavailable for selection in week one of finals, would Dylan Walker retain both of those roles for you? Uh, with all our other players back on deck? Um, I think if Tohu's not available, yeah, I'd probably keep him at 13 if that's the route they're going. He's probably the closest in terms of that short ball game that Tohu brings. 
Uh, in terms of captaincy, I probably wouldn't. I think it would be I would be going back to either AFB or Egan if they're available. Um, so yeah, I would keep him at thirteen, but give the captaincy to to one of the other two. Um, it's just a crazy world we live in, where Adam Fanua Blake and Dylan Walker are considered captain material when you think of what they were like a few oh, years I, ago. How mature have they become? Yeah. yeah but good. what about you? Would you keep him and make him captain still? Dylan Walker, Egan is captain. Yeah. Dylan Walker, 13. Yeah. All right. So my question to you, first week of finals, if you could pick one, which team would you want the Warriors to face, Broncos or Panthers? Either are an option at the moment. Sorry. Yeah, very much so. I I kind of already hinted at it a little earlier. Um, I'd love to have a crack at the Panthers without Luai. Um, with Webster, with all his Panthers intel. Um, yeah. I'd love to have a crack at the champs right off the bat. If we lose, we get another life. But um, I think it'd be cool to see us go over there in front of a full stadium full of full of Panthers fans. And it'd be great if we were to knock them off. Um, I, I think that would be a fun one to watch. And it might all go on well. <laughs> I'd love to see us face the Broncos in the grand final. Yeah, I, I feel we've got a better shot at beating Panthers week one than we do Broncos week one. Mm. Just I, I feel I I still feel like we can rattle the Broncos because Reese Walsh hasn't played us yet. And I feel like he will he'll be up to try to spoil our party in this first game against us. And we know how he ticks. I'm sure we could get him losing this temper. And when he loses his temper, that whole Broncos team derails. So I want to see us play both of them in this final series and beat both. But, yeah, at the moment, I'd go with Panthers too. Yeah, nice. All right, so we're going to round 27. So we'll bring up the, the Warriors-Dolphins game first. Um, the most work I've had to do on this slide because I had to change <laughs> basically every player in the bloody Warriors team this week. Um, but you want to give us the, the lowdown on the, the Warriors team? Yeah, different names this week. Um, Tain to a PQ fullback. Ed Cossie makes his return, and he's partnering Marcelo Montoya in the wings. Rocco Berry, Adam Pompey keep their spots. Uh, Tamari Martin makes his return, and he's partnering Ronnie Volkman in the halves. Front row is Bunty Arfour, Mitch Barnett, Freddie Lusick at hooker. Edge back row is Josh Curran, Marata Niakore, and as we were saying earlier, Dylan Walker, 13, and captain. Interchange bench. Uh, Braden Williami's back. Jackson Ford, Bailey Siren, and Tom Ali. Um, number 18, Kalani going. Have you heard rumblings of a couple of these, uh, maybe a couple of debutants, possibly? Um, yeah, and Jacko mentioned, mentioned it a bit earlier, too. There was some um, kind of let slip in um, Justin Morgan's interview on um, the radio today. Sounds like potentially uh, Kalani going and Paul Roach yeah. will make their debut. I can see, I, I know a lot of people going, why Paul Roach? I can see it looking at that interchange. You don't really have a hooker and will, mm. will Freddie play? I don't see Freddie playing the whole game. So it would make sense potentially uh, if they don't want to use Surin in that way. Um, yeah. Be very happy. I've been wanting to see Kalani going and have a run in first mm. grade for a while. You know, comes from a very famous family. Um, yep. But he's looked the goods in New South Wales Cup. 
But um, we are actually playing another team, though, so I'll go through their list. <laughs> yeah. um, we're playing the Dolphins. So um, you've got the Hammer at fullback, uh, Jermaine Asako and Jack Bostick on the wings, Tessie New and Ewan Aiken in the centres, um, former Warriors, Cody Nickareem and Sean O'Sullivan in the halves, um, Captain Jesse Bromwich, Harrison Graham and Mark Nichols in the front row, Felice Kafusi and Connolly Lumu-Lumu um, in the second row, and Kenneth Bromwich, 13. And then Jared Wallace, Isaiah Katoa, Max Plath, and Herman Essie on the bench. So um, tough game here. Um, yeah. it's, not a, it's not a bad Dolphins side. A lot of uh, Warriors rested, but I still think this is a good team, and I'm going with the Warriors this week. Um, you know, Tamari Martin and Ronald Vogman at least played together in the halves last week in New South Wales Cup, so they've got a bit of it. you still got those centres, still some decent forwards in there. So um, it's going to be tough. I don't see it being a landslide, but, yeah, I'm, I'm backing the Warriors just because I'm too scared to not back them anymore i've got too much too much trust in them to get the job done i'm backing them too yeah uh dear me me being simon sure the warriors have all been the form team and we've talked about how bad the dolphins have been in the second half but come on with uh with so many changes um dolphins here as the uh as the warriors take a weekend off one we could have our front rowers in the halves against cody nicarima and we'd still win no. Could you imagine uh, if we had Sean O'Sullivan and Cody Nakrima at the at the Warriors in the halves? Would that have filled you with confidence? No. Did, did that ever fill you with confidence? No. No. Sean O'Sullivan, yes. I um, mean, Jacko said he's looking forward to this game, new players, etc., and we can end season with a good win. Yeah, I'm so. excited. I'm actually. Yeah, I was a bit down on um, all the players getting a, a shot here because I wanted to see the old ones. Um, and I had money on Dallin being leading try scorer, and he needed to play in this game to get it, hopefully. Um, so I was a bit down in the dumps. But, yeah, I'm excited. I'm happy to see Tamari back. It'd be great to see going have a go. Um, ching yeah. <laughs> um, But, yeah, um, it'll be a great game anyway. Um, so hopefully it's a win for us um, or, or Simon's coming for me in those that tipping comp. Um, so we'll go to the rest of the round ball. I'm just assuming that going is from the uh, the all the is relative the uh, the all black of yes. city. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah, he also I think you you might know better with rugby union. <laughs> Kalani Kalani also played um, in what is it used to be the NPC for Northland as well. Yeah, not much, um, but yeah, he played a little bit. So yeah, round twenty-seven starting uh, Thursday night. The probably the biggest. Two of the big games. There's two big games this week. This is the first one. Uh, Broncos Storm. Um, uh, we talked about it before we went on air about how hard it was to pick this week. Um, both of these teams have pretty much gutted their their roster, which makes it hard to pick. But I've gone with the Storm here. I think the Storm are going to get the Bronx um, because they've still got Katoa and Pappenhausen playing. So I went on that alone, basically. Um, not very confident, um, but yeah, I'll go with Storm. Mm, I'll go the other way because who knows? The um, yeah Broncos for this one uh, look top of the top of the table, um, cruising home as you say. Both teams resting players. This game in, in reality doesn't mean anything to either of these teams, but um, mm. so it means a just... lot. Means a lot. My secure minor premiership and potentially get to third place. 
it's yeah. it, maybe a little bit of prize money, um, but apart from that, the main thing here is to try and not get any players. Yeah, their selections show how much it means to them, Brad. Yeah, um, but yeah, if the Broncos win here, um, this will be the match in finals week one again. It'll be Broncos yeah. Storm. Um, if if uh, you know, I think yeah, even if we lost, as long as the Storm lost too, we stay third. Um, but yeah, first game on Friday, Seagulls, Tigers, Seagulls. Seagulls. Yeah. Yep, again, that uh, doesn't doesn't affect anything. Um, but um, yeah, it's, can, can it doesn't affect anything. And look at you just harping on about it now. Like, I was going to say, can, can, the, only, the only thing is, can the Eagles <laughs> win by more than 36 points end up with a, with a uh, positive points difference at the end of the season? That might be their goal. Um, yeah. Next game on Friday, the next big the only other really big game this round, Rabbits, Roosters, uh, basically a finals match. Yeah. Whoever wins this could make the finals. I've gone oh, Roosters. I've gone Roosters. Uh, I've got no faith in the Rabbits. The The camp's imploded. Their dogs are killing each other. The Latrell's not playing. Um, <laughs> it's just an absolute mess there, and I don't see them coming out of it with a win when the Roosters are kind of getting into some form. I'm going Roosters to to win this game, then go on a march and make my preseason prediction right. Yeah, <laughs> Rise from the ashes. Yeah. I mean, look, the, the Roosters are in a four four wins um, here, but again, they they're another one of these teams that either wins big or loses big, um, and uh, they're, they're losing big this weekend as the Rabbits do just enough to keep themselves in the uh, in into uh, in, into the finals. Don't bring that into existence. I need my TAB monies. Um, <laughs> next game on Saturday, Panthers-Cowboys. Um, Cowboys, uh, you know, trying to get into the top eight. Uh, Panthers have let some players rest, but they have still named Nathan Cleary. So for that reason, I am going with Panthers. Oh, they, There is rumours that they might drop those players depending on who wins in, on Thursday night, though. But we... We've got to pick now. We can't wait till then. Yeah, uh, I can't confident, confident, confidently pick this game. I'll just say Cowboys. Cowboys. This is, hey, this, this is no, it, lots of play the, for. Um, to me, the look the the, 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 the Broncos storm is, is isn't a big game, but this one is because because it is mm. it, it's, it's riding on it for the for the for the Cowboys. Um, but look, they just left it too little, too late, um, and uh, the Panthers will uh, will see them off. And last game on Saturday night, Dragons, Knights. I don't pick Dragons, so Knights. And Knights are on a hell of a run. I think this this will be the ninth in a row, I think. If they um, get it. Eight or no, nine, definitely. Yeah, I think last week was their eighth. Yeah. Yep, you're right. Sorry. Yep. So that's yeah. right. Because, yeah, the, 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 the uh, Broncos are on seven. Um, yeah. They're on the winning streak, which is eight. Um, yeah, look, you've got to get Knights. They're, Knights they're, they're, yeah. they're, on, they're on a cracking run of form. Uh, really have timed everything perfectly, and they've had big wins the last three weeks by 26 points, 19 points, 36 points. It's not like these games are close. And the yeah. Dragons are rubbish. They are They're absolute rubbish. trash. But amazing, it's amazing how close they are in the um, the betting. Uh, it's dollar eighty for the Knights. It's dollar ninety five for the Dragons, which is uh, surprising, um, really. For this one, I guess the uh, the Knights are resting a few players. Pong is out, isn't he? Pong, Pong, Pong is out. out. Yeah. So that, that's why you're seeing the swing because Pong is out. But yep. yeah, 
I still I still think they'll get the job done. First game on Sunday, Titans, Bulldogs. I've gone with Titans. Um, rinse and repeat what I said about the rabbits and the dumpster fire in the in the club rooms. Same thing's happening with Bulldogs at the moment. So Titans yep. at home, I think they'll do enough. Mm, Titans. Yeah. I mean, rubbish. Who, you know, obviously who cares um, this one, but um, yeah, therefore you, go, <laughs> therefore you go for the home team that's going to that's, that's gonna do it for the fans. Yeah. See, this is why everyone's resting their players, Paul, because we don't even care who's playing to pick. See that? So who cares who's <laughs> playing, right? And that's what Jack has said. He doesn't care who wins other games this week. We're locked in the top four. So all is well in the world. Yeah. Well, well, I know, um, I know, I know who's Jacko who's picking in this last one because he wants the Raiders to drop out of the eight. Yeah. Now this last one doesn't matter again. This is this this is one of the three games that matters. The three games that matter this weekend, which is the Rabbits, Roosters, um, Panthers, Cowboys, and this one, the Sharks, um, Raiders, uh, and the Raiders will know what they need to do at this point. Yes. Yeah, so Simon, as always, has picked the Raiders. I'm going with Sharks. Um, yeah, Sharks. Hines is back this week, isn't he? He's named, sure. I'm pretty sure, eh? He's named, so, so yeah. So you, are now, you saying Raiders, Raiders drop out of the eight? Potentially. potentially. As long as the, yeah. Yeah, Can I'm they lose and still make it? I'm picking um, Sharks as well. I think if they lose, they'll be in trouble because of that negative points. No, it, it comes down to the Cowboys. If the Cowboys also lose, then they stay yes. in. Yeah, uh, right. But if the Cowboys win, then they're in trouble. So it comes. So that they don't really care about what happens between the, um, the Rabbits and Roosters at the end of the day. For them, it yeah. comes down to have the did the Cowboys win? If the Cowboys lose, Raiders are safe. Yes. Uh, if the Cowboys win, then it's it's uh, it's it's it's, yeah. it's it's in trouble. Um, mm-hmm. Would you call? Someone's asking. Do you do you think that the do you call the um, do you call the Dragons um, Knights a derby game? Potentially, I always think of Dragons um, Dragons Roosters as like the, the derby rival match. But yeah. Dragons Knights could be, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, definitely going for the uh, the Raiders in that last one. So who who yeah, you so going for? Who did you? I picked Sharks. Who did you pick, yeah, Richie? Sharks, Sharks as well. Now Raiders, Raiders. Well, it comes down to whether they need to win or not. If they don't need to win, then they'll probably cruise home. If they do need to win, they're going to get this one. They're in the so interest. A great multi this week. We might get it. Two games. Um, yeah, yeah, we, we, all, we all agreed on the Seagulls beating the Tigers and no, no, the Titans three. beating the Bulldogs. Three? Seagulls, Knights, and Titans. Oh, oh of course. No, no, because yes. Simon yeah. picked Dragons. Did he? Really? Yeah. Oh, no. Where's Simon's... Um, I've, I've, I've lost his message. Did he? Did he? Did he? Oh, Surely Bronco, Yeah, it's here. Look. No, no, he said pick knights. Sorry, I don't know what I'm Come doing. Come on, Brad. Yeah, you just, I'm, just to I'm trying to I'm it. trying to screw him over. I'm trying to screw him over here so I can keep keep my top spot. You're eyeing up that two hour mark, <laughs> what you're doing. Yeah, sorry, sorry guys. Um no yeah. Three. My bad. I've fixed it. I've fixed it on my little notepad. Um oh, okay, no, so he did amend it. He said he picked the knights, but he initially put the dragons in by mistake. So I did see dragons. So I take that back. I wasn't <laughs> cheating. I wasn't cheating. <laughs> Honest governor. Honest mistake. Um, all right. So three games that we agree on there. So before we move into Jacko's favorite part of Super League, round six at NRLW, um, fourth place Raiders playing the second place Knights, fifth place Broncos playing the sixth place Sharks, 
ninth place Cowboys playing the eighth place Dragons, third place Titans playing the seventh place Tigers, and the first place Roosters playing the tenth place Eels. And there's our our three game multi um, for Manly, Newcastle, and Titans going to get us a sweet five dollars sixty six. Um, nice. I don't. This is probably the only round I'm not going to put my multi, and I'm not that confident in my picks. Um, so I might I might abstain. Um, and yeah, JC, cheers again. Always fun. Yeah, cheers, Jacko. See you next week. Jacko doesn't so, want to talk about Wiggins thirty four nil over Catalan. Oh, oh, beautiful. How good. So yeah, um, still the same top four in Super League, with but Wiggins closed the gap. Um, Wigan and St Helens, I should say, um, only two points between um, first and second and third. Um, St Helens, yeah, they have the same points as Wigan, and Lee is still fourth. Um, there were two um, two donuts this week. So Salford defeated Wakefield twenty nil. Hull KR defeated Lee fifty two ten. So um, Lee's kind of got a bit of a hangover since winning the Challenge Cup. Mm. Um, St Helens defeated Castle for thirty four four. Warrington defeated Hull FC eighteen four. As you already said, Wigan defeated Catalans thirty four nil. And then Uddersfield defeated Leeds twenty one twelve. Um, so this week, round 24, we've got Wigan versus Salford, Lee versus Uddersfield, Hull KR versus Catalans, Hull FC versus Leeds, Warrington versus Castleford, and Wakefield versus St. Helens. Um, and yeah, Simon said the Catalan and Wigan game um, was a horrible game for a Catalan Dragons fan. I bet and it would have been. As a Wigan fan, I loved it. So it <laughs> yeah. <fun>. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there was some news that I wanted to dive a bit deeper into, but I knew we'd be pushing long, so I didn't take all the details down. But there was like, there's still a lot of concerns over in the Super League with um, they they didn't get a great TV deal and they're not getting the numbers that they want for the crowds and stuff. And they they're looking at they might have to change how they're doing things because everyone plays each other too much. So you and you've got you might have the bottom of the table Wakefield playing a team that they're always going to get smashed by three or four times in the season, and no one goes. Um, but yeah, there was some good points. Some people I know were talking about it. So I think once we hit finals, when we have a bit more time, um, we might dive into that a bit more. But um, mm-hmm. anything else you want to add, Richie or Paul? Um. Really looking forward to seeing how the baby warriors go. So, go warrior. Let's go warriors up the waz, and hopefully we do well there. Great to have you back on board, Paul. Um, nice to see the pictures all nice and crisp and visible this week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Simon, Simon's brought up that news. Sorry. Um, so yeah, the current TV deal is twenty four million pounds, and they're only going to get twenty million in the next one. And yeah, it's the loot fixtures that I was trying to um, explain. So they um, play each other multiple times, and they're trying to get rid of the loop fixtures um, because oh, yeah. they're not they're not bringing the the crowds in. But yeah, sorry, sorry to cut you off. Go back to your your fond farewells. Yeah, good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Up the was, and um, yeah, look forward to chatting again next week. Yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us tonight on the standoff with Brad and Richie. For your weekly update on Rugby League, tune into our show next week at 8pm here on Facebook or at your convenience on iHeartRadio, Spotify and all those places. Just remember to search for New Zealand Sport Radio. Cheers for joining me again, Richie, and thank you for returning, Paul, and good night, everyone.